When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, this is Anne Philippe, founder and host of the New Health Club Show. I like to invite you to change your mind about psychedelics. Because I believe we are entering a new era of health, bodies, and brains. And for this, we need new tools, experts, and thought leaders, which you can meet here at the New Health Club Show. Please enjoy. Hi, and welcome to a new episode of the New Health Club Show. Today, I have a super interesting guest called Sandra Stutz. She is the founder and CEO of a skincare company called AP Chem. Sandra is a beauty executive, a chronic pain navigator, like she says, a mother. She's a business leader and a brand creator with more than 15 years of experience in the beauty industry, working with brands including La Mer, Guerlain, and Clinique. She's also a Ketamon advocate, an educator and confident for those exploring psychedelic treatment. She's also a member of the board for the Ketamon Fund and Keta MD. We talk about the psychedelic brand and how Sandra's skincare can raise awareness for psychedelics and how working with adaptogens, adaptogenic substances in your skincare is amazing for your skin and at the same time makes people curious about other kinds of mushrooms. We address Sandra's healing journey with Ketamon and how the future of psychedelic branding and brands and communication can look like, something that I'm obviously very interested in. Please enjoy the show and Sandra. So I'm very excited to have Sandra Stats on the show today. And I discovered her skincare line at the biggest psychedelic conference in America, psychedelic science in June. And it wasn't a very nice goodie bag. And I was like, wow, they are also now psychedelic skincare people. <laughs> but I mean, before we get into your amazing company, my first question would be, I've seen, you've been in a lot of American media recently, like Oprah, CNN. So since the psychedelic interest is growing. So now you're all over America talking about psychedelics. So how is this making you feel? Really proud. It feels, it feels amazing. I'm really proud. We took a really big risk by making psychedelics the mission behind the brand. We're a skincare brand. I wanted to bring my experience with psychedelic medicine and how it helped my mental and my physical health to the mainstream. I didn't... In, tend to do that when I started. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here you are talking about it all over the country. And here I am. Yes. It's been amazing to, to see publications like Marie Claire, Oprah Daily covering CNN, CNN like, I mean, really big covering the brand. And uh, it's, it's very rewarding because what ultimately what, our intention to do is obviously sell skincare. That's great. <laughs> but the bigger mission behind the brand is to destigmatize mental and physical conditions and disorders that I experienced firsthand and make people feel like they're not alone. Also empower people to feel like they, to know they have options. We always say, know your options. We understand that psychedelic medicine isn't for everyone. There are a lot of people that don't know that it's an option. So I'm very, I'm really proud that we can use our brand and even our product names to pique someone's curiosity at a minimum. There's also like, um, I would say still at the majority of people you would assume, especially in Europe, but maybe in America too, that is saying, okay, what? What is she talking about? What is this 
substance. It's actually an opioid. I mean, you worked a lot with ketamine. So maybe also people come up to you and, and ask you about this. So what is your main response if people come to, to you kind of with a crit critical attitude toward this? Oh, that happens a lot. Say you would make... <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it does, yeah. For every critic or skeptic, we like to call them skeptics. For every skeptic, mm -hmm. I have 10 times more people reaching out to me, especially after the Oprah Daily article. I have 10 times more people reaching out to me and saying, thank you for being open and honest. Thank you for making me feel seen and heard. That's what I really struggled with. So whether it's psychedelic medicine as the mission behind your brand, or just speaking truthfully about your mental and physical health struggles, it, it, by using my voice, I'm at a minimum, I hope, allowing other people to feel seen and heard. And ideally, educating them or at a minimum, informing them that psychedelic treatment is an option for them. When I referenced invisible diseases, that was really challenging for me when I was starting to experience the symptoms of my disease. My doctors weren't listening to me. They didn't hear me. They didn't see me. So, and I, I think a lot of people feel that way. No, absolutely. Yeah. So even if I'm not, even if I'm not talking about psychedelics and I'm just being honest about the health journey I went on, that I think is hopefully very helpful to a lot of people. But that's before we jump into your, how your brand actually got first, <laughs> let's say, or how it got into right. the world. So when was the point when you thought, okay, I have to start not only like to find relief or like um, some, I don't know, um, things to work around my mental health. When was the moment when you thought, okay, I'm really going on a journey, which means that it's not like, oh, you do a ketamine session and there's your solution. And then you're like, now you're better. Mm -hmm. Because the more we learn about psychedelics and the more we learn about how people use it for all kinds of trauma relief or any also other things in the meantime, we also realize that it's eventually going to be a longer period of time that where you come back with new information from a trip might not so pleasant, be pleasant. There might another thing that shows up in your life in a person or in a situation where you're like, oh, I thought I had this down, mm -hmm. but I don't. <laughs> so, when was the moment when you thought, okay, this is going to be the kickoff and not like in, an immediately panacea, let's say? Wow, I remember exactly. Okay. I, after spending six to nine months trying to manage the pain and get it under control from the disease that I was diagnosed with. Uh, the treatment protocol that I was put on, a combination of traditional alternative medicine. I was back in business, baby. I think as a, not that I really stopped working, to be honest with you, I think as a, an entrepreneur, anybody can relate to that. I was really fighting through the pain, as they say. Um, so when I got on the right treatment protocol, I couldn't believe it. It took about a month for everything to kick in and I could move again. I could walk again. I could take off my shoulder sling. I could take off my compression gloves. I could take off the braces for my ankles. And I had a great run for six months, <laughs> maybe three months, maybe three, six, three to six months. And I was really pushing myself. I know we'll come back to this because this is what business owners do. And this is what I think women in particular do. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up in the middle of the night in excruciating pain to the point where I woke up and I was already in tears. Long story short, I was diagnosed with adenomyosis. And it meant I had to have a hysterectomy or potentially take more medication to control the inflammation that was causing the pain. I opted for the hysterectomy. 
I was already in my late 40s or my, my mid 40s at the time. I have a beautiful son, but I was back in bed. The standard recovery time is eight weeks. And there I was thinking I was making choices for myself, taking, a, making a, sorry, <clears throat> there I was making a big choice about my own body and having a hysterectomy, but I was back in bed and it was like a flashback to when I couldn't get out of bed because of my rheumatoid arthritis. I still worked. <laughs> oh my God, wow. But your physical health will take a toll on your mental health and vice versa. That's something really important that I learned. To answer your question, there was this moment when I was laying in bed and felt like, is this it for me? Am I always going to be in and out of hospitals? Am I always going to be in bed? And my mental health was already deteriorating, even though I was really putting on a good front. And I called one of my best friends who had been talking to me about ketamine treatment. This is back <laughs> in, oh my gosh, 2019, before mm -hmm. they had, you know, clinics everywhere. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm in. I, I don't know what else to do. I don't want to take any more pharmaceuticals. I'm already taking a bunch. <laughs> and I'm not anti-pharma. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the biologics that I'm on. I just didn't want to take any more medication. And when it came to the state of my mental health, I didn't think a pill was going to be the solution. And that's when I said to him, all right, I'm ready. Let's please help me get ketamine treatment. And how was your first impression of ketamine? I mean, it is a very strange experience, I find. I mean, I did a therapy and... I think it's the strangest I ever felt in a, <laughs> in a, under a substance. So what, what, what was fascinating for you about ketamine? Oh, wow. What you see, the fact that you're not, you're in a different zone, but you're still very conscious. It's an anesthetic or it's used most commonly as a, an anesthetic. Uh, it it was strange to me to know that at any point in time I could pick up my eye mask, I could grab the bottle of water sitting next to me, but I could put the eye mask back on and go right back in. Mm. The colors and the patterns that I saw, the way that I, uh, I my, I, the way that my body or I should say that the fact that I didn't feel in my body, but I felt very much present, that was an entirely new experience for me. And someone that experiences chronic and at times extreme pain, to feel that release from the pain of your body while being still very conscious of who you are and where you are was mind-blowing. Okay, so and, and was it that you relatively quickly got in touch with trauma that you had buried in your body or that was as we know someone somewhere yeah not recognizable for our brains and minds anymore I, I don't think the first session is where I was able to confront trauma that I had experienced whether it was in the recent past or childhood I think my mind was trying to wrap itself around the new experience Once I got more comfortable with it, session by session, and really let myself go, be vulnerable, that's when I started to see images that were not specific. It, I, again, I saw a lot of colors and patterns, but it would remind me of something. It would trigger some type of memory that I realized had been very traumatic for me. And it had been a trauma that I thought I had addressed, but I hadn't fully addressed it. 
I hadn't fully let it go. Or I, I shouldn't say let it go. It's part of who you are. I hadn't fully addressed it. So perhaps my third or fourth session, when I really became more comfortable with what the treatment felt like, what the experience was like, is when I started to have these uh, epiphanies. Sorry to sound cliche, but my gosh, it was so releasing. It felt like such a release. And I, I say this because, again, I was going, I certainly was going for my, my mental health. Um, but your, again, your mental health can impact your physical health. And the relief that I would feel during and after a particular session not only made me mentally feel so much better, but I could feel it in my body. Okay. And so you kind of slowly work around your let's say, traumas, demons is another word that is ah. kind of, not demons, but I mean, I find like what used to be called demons is now trauma kind of. Like it's more that this word was kind I of- I see what you mean. I, I think with demons, perhaps it could be things that you regret that you've done or re- maybe more regret how you felt. I see it more as, have you been kind to yourself? Probably not. Those are demons for me. Yeah. Those are the demons yeah. that came up. I agree. Things mm. like, uh, without getting too, I suppose, too personal, although we're friends. <laughs> we, well, we've, we've met, we know each other well enough. The type of uh, physical abuse that I experienced younger, that I some I knew about, some I really think I suppressed a lot of, those were demons. I don't like using that word though. I think I was my own worst enemy. I mean, it's it, it, for some reason it just came into my mind, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's kind of like, it, it was a word. It was around for a while more in like lifestyle psychology articles. You're right. You're right. Demons, the, they, there are things that haunt you. There are things that lay yeah, on you haunting things. and those, those mm-hmm. demons certainly surfaced. And it was amazing to realize when I, you know, fully came out of the ketamine that the the release that I felt, I felt free of the demons. It was like I was able to shoo them away, which sounds a little simplistic because it is very hard, as you know, when you do ketamine treatment. Yeah, but it's also like, I mean, I think to me the biggest insight, I mean, with these first experiences I had in therapy LSD, ketamine, and truffles is almost like what they have in common is that you see what kind of different reality there is that is not yours that you had for so long because you had these experiences. And um, I think that's like just to have that, I mean, in the beginning, just to see that this is, it is possible to have to eventually develop a whole different kind of um idea around your life or just like looking outside of your usual window yes. is not necessarily how it has to stay kind of and then from there you go into the next stages of feeling but so and how long I, like, I felt very alone and with, I think I felt yeah. very alone a lot of times struggling with the chronic pain and then certainly I was compartmentalizing a lot of things over my 40 plus years of life and didn't realize that I felt very alone and didn't realize how alone I felt. And when you talk about a new reality, I realized I wasn't alone. Even if it was, as you say, realizing that there is a different reality out there for you, whether it's feeling like you can support yourself when you confront the the trauma that you've been carrying with you as a burden, as a demon for someone. Yeah. And also that there are tons of people around you who basically would like to offer support, but you kind of, I mean, one, one of my psychedelic therapists said to me, you're a really big rejector. And I was like, what do you mean? That's not true. (laughs) And then I was like, oh yeah, it is totally true. So to make it short, (laughs) to make it short, that's the story. So, um, yeah, stuff like that. But the different, maybe the different reality is 
is self-acceptance. And I don't say that to mean that you need to accept who you are in a negative way or, or in a way that there was something wrong with you and you need to accept it. It's more acknowledging, addressing what you've experienced, how it's holding you back. And that's a new reality. And that's an amazing yeah. new reality. Yeah. That's an amazing it new is. And, and out of this new reality, you could say, you created this new brand also, right? I mean, or you had the idea basically to create a skincare brand where you, where you have a lot of, one. Well, we didn't say this so far, but you have a lot of experience in, in the skincare industry. You been in this for a long time so you have a lot of insight so but still you go ahead and create a brand is very kind of clean and um also affordable great skincare brand that is coming into the world to destigmatize psychedelics yes. so did you have that idea in a trip or did it come to you <laughs> <laughs> i would love that story if that's what happened it could be i mean after <laughs> when i decided to move forward with ketamine treatment i had just incorporated my brand i had been ideating with my business partner maybe for about 6 to 9 months before um but after my treatment as you said, you have a whole new outlook, you have a whole new reality. And he's a doctor, he's a dermatologist. Uh, We share a lot of um, common approaches and beliefs to treating your mental and your physical health holistically. So we originally incorporated in, in January of 2020, but I went to pursue ketamine treatment in February. So I had to take a little pause and he was so accepting and so understanding. Not to be cliche, he grew up in a, an Ayurvedic household, very much a combination of sure. East and West. You know, of course, he's a medically trained doctor. He immediately saw the transformation in me. And all I could do was talk about my psychedelic experiences. Get him in. <laughs> and he's like okay I got no it. <laughs> if anything he was fascinated I think both as a as a person okay. just being naturally inquisitive and curious and always exploring alternative treatments to both mental and physical wellness but he's like Sandra whew, you know oh my I shouldn't say whew. he was like Sandra I have never heard or seen you so animated you're so not different. You're, you know, one, you're back to yourself. So I was as a friend, as well as a co-founder, of course, I was sharing my experiences with him. And we already knew that we wanted to create a brand that was science forward. And we wanted it to have some real meaning behind it. We didn't intend for the brand to be mission-based, but the more I talked to him, about my experience, the more he said, maybe we should integrate this into the brand. You're so passionate about it. That's very authentic. So that's part of the huge decision and the huge risk, frankly, that we made to make it the mission behind the brand. If I take a step back, when I started talking to him about the science behind how ketamine works, we started to find these connections, these mind-body connections. Oh, okay. Between the mm-hmm. way that psychedelics work with neuroplasticity, for example, or a really specific example is when I talked to him about how ketamine can create a surge of glutamate in the brain. And he said, wait a minute, in skincare, you can use glutamic acid for renewal. For skincare, right? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then he said, let's go one step further and let's use polyglutamic acid. You don't find that often in skincare. And so we were already going down this path of thinking, how can we be? We were already thinking about how can we be different with our skincare, not for the sake of being different, but if we're going to take a leap and launch our own skincare brand in a very crowded marketplace. We already knew that not only did our formulas, of course, need to work, but they needed to have lots of points of difference. 
So to create these connections between my experience with psychedelic medicine and skincare, which we would have never thought of, everything just came together. It's really, it's a really interesting thing that is happening now that I've, this is also what we uh, start to work on in terms of presenting products on a website now that there are actually brands coming where the founders had a severe life change mm-hmm. because of psychedelics. They either found a new structure in a company, they found the, pro- the, the actual product, which is, as we know from Steve Jobs, nothing new in a way. Um, but I find also interesting that suddenly you feel that people who are engaging in a psychedelic experience or on, go on a path, their taste also starts to change in products, in clothes, and yeah, also in skincare. Mm-hmm. So do you feel that there's a whole new kind of, I want to say idea also around a brand coming out of a psychedelic experience, or if you put yourself on a psychedelic journey, which in your case, I guess, like once you started with this, like we said earlier, you get into several stages, you might do another, look into another Mm -hmm. substance, maybe as a guided Mm -hmm. experience. Or as a not guided experience <laughs> at one point, because you lose all your fears around this. But coming back to the, to my question, like, like in what way would you think about a brand building a brand differently now than you would have had before in your long-standing career in, in the skincare industry? I would say you can. Many people can be their own worst enemy when it comes to owning your own business, especially when you're self-funded every decision that you make counts and it can be terrifying. I don't want to say that psychedelics makes you drop that fear. It does give you a more holistic perspective. It, it, it gives you the ability to release yourself from those demons we talked about earlier. There were a lot of decisions that I made that were not rash. They were there. They were very thoughtful. I think it's because I was more open-minded. I was also releasing myself from the constraints I was putting on myself. Things that I wanted to do in the back of my mind, I knew I wanted to do them, but I wasn't brave enough or I was too scared to do them. So in a certain way, you're a little bit less risk averse. You're also more creative. And I don't mean that in the way, you know, like choosing colors or, you know, um, things like that, but you think more creatively. Mm-hmm. I think also as a, as a business owner and you have freelancers working for you, you're, you're still responsible for the people that, that work for you. And if you're anxious, if you're depressed, if you're frustrated, that translates to them. It translates to how they feel. It translates to the priorities you give them. If you're feeling anxious about something, you can end up prioritizing something that really isn't that big of a deal. And you can create a whole whirlwind of anxiety with the t- with your yeah, team. Very easy. When really they, they have the ability to take a step back and say, we can take care of this. This is going to be fine, but you're clearly worked up about it. That helped me a lot. I don't want, as a leader, I don't want to share my stress or my anxiety with my team. If I can be in a calmer, more balanced state, then I'm a better, I'm a better business owner for myself as well as for my team. I can lead better. Um, I, I went to accreditation recently specifically for, for CEOs, for business owners, we have to say what that is. It's like my new favorite <laughs> word. Like it's a meditation on ketamine, right? So one of my closest friends, Kaya Roman, she is a psychedelic concierge. Mm-hmm. She has been partnering with New Path to provide these amazing meditative experiences for business leaders because she absolutely recognizes that there's either an ability to release yourself 
to uh, unchain yourself. Uh, there's also an ability to improve, self-improve. But no matter what, if you're if you're feeling better, if you're a better leader, you're going to have a better business. So she hosted a meditation, which is meditation, a guided meditation group. She did it in New York with ketamine. And how did you take it? Do, do you do, use nasal no, spray? No, in this case, it was a trophy or a lozenge and it's sublingual. A lozenge, okay. So mm-hmm. it would be, I, I did infusions. That was my, my entry with ketamine. You can't certainly hook up, you know, 20 people in a room to an IV. I don't think that's the point. Um, mm-hmm. So the, uh, we were given lozenges, but it wasn't as if we all got there, mingled for 15 minutes, took the lozenge and then put on eye masks and, and chilled out. It was very holistic. It was getting to know each other because it's a very much a shared experience, which was very new for me. I was always used to the IV treatments that I was doing where I certainly didn't feel alone, perhaps mentally, but physically you're alone with just the doctors. But it's meant to be a shared experience and you can feel that energy in the room. So we started out by getting to know each other, talking about what some of our intentions were, whether it was just personally or as a business leader. and. Then we dimmed the lights, everyone took their trophy, and then for about 45 minutes, there, if you can imagine, there are 20 plus people in the room, all monitored by doctors, of course, anesthesiologists. There are 20 plus people in a room all experiencing something different, but collectively. And the the emotions in the room and the feeling of joy in the room when everyone started to, after about 45 minutes, open up their eyes, take off their eye masks and just breathe, look around at the new reality that they were in (laughs) was really amazing. Interesting. And I mean, I think this could be anyway, like a tool that you can apply in a years to come in, in many constellations or in many contexts. Very much so. And it doesn't always have to be like a full-on high dose, you know, like for days in a retreat. Right. It can be also like a monthly cagitation. If, if right. It's, it's a bit of a refresh context. for the brain. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of inspiration. A lot, I would say the vast majority of people that were at the ketitation had not done ketamine before. There were maybe a handful of people that had, but for the people that had not, when I spoke with Kaya and asked, you know, how did it go from your point of view? She said she had so many phone calls and emails over the, the following days or weeks of people just feeling uh, so inspired, feeling so much more productive. It's not a magic Mm -hmm. bullet. It's really about opening up your mind. And I, I, from my point of view, my personal point of view is releasing those chains that you don't intend to put on yourself, but you, you do. And and from, from my point of view, the psychedelic experience can really help you let them go. Yeah. And I wonder even if these, I mean, another woman that we both know, um, we went, after Denver, we went on a hydrodosing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, I mean, I couldn't do it because it was too hot, but some people that you could say hydrodosing. <laughs> and I wonder if these like catetation and hydrodosing. Um, so I think like these smaller experiences kind of ingrained in kind of a more regular kind of everyday life, I mean, not every day, but every month's life, for example. I wonder if this is anyway something, yeah, that, I mean, and this is also to the point that a lot of people could not spend five days in a retreat just like that, for example, like all the time and go into South America and like from there to Florida. Exactly. 
big exactly. You know, I, I've certainly gone on trips, no pun intended, <laughs> like that, yeah. where I did mm-hmm. have to take off at least a week. And that was self-care. However, it does need to mm. be, and it absolutely is more accessible. And I think microdosing is is a, certainly a way. You don't need to hydrodose. <laughs> or like a or like a museum dose. I mean, where you go into a museum and have a different insight of um, right. paintings. I mean, that's what right. some people are doing. So, but let's come quickly back to the to the brand because I. I find it fascinating that pretty quickly it landed in a, I mean, I want to say a celebrity context yes. very fast. Like the the lady who plays my favorite character in Just uh, Like That, the real estate lady. Sarita Chaudhary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's her name. So she's a big fan of your brand. And then a couple of other people were following and then posting. And so how did this happen? Like, is this, did they come towards you because of the psychedelic story? No, they didn't. I think they found it interesting. Uh, You know, the, the psychedelic advocacy behind the brand is certainly something that we don't hide from. Uh, I think it's really the bigger message that relates to people, whether it's just being more open about my health journey so that people can relate to it and not feel like they're alone. Um, also again, just destigmatizing mental and physical health disorders. I think people can embrace those values. Those are strong values for a brand. Also, the formulas are really good. <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked the about this. Great. So. But the way that we made the connection between uh, my advocacy for psychedelic medicine and the brand is not just with the cute and punny names. It's also the way that we formulate. We are very holistic. We're very science forward, we say. The dermaverse, mm-hmm. you should say. The welcome to the dermaverse. If there's it's a, a good word. We mm. kept going back to that mind-body connection. And again, my, my co-founder, and he's you know a dermatologist, a leading dermatologist in New York, and uh, he's our chief science officer. He's always been um, very inquisitive and very knowledgeable about alternative ingredients. And as we went down this journey together, developing this brand, and I shared with him my experiences with psychedelics, and we decided to commit, let's make this the mission behind the brand and really make it part of the brand voice and part of the brand visuals. We kept going back to both of our beliefs of treating yourself holistically, even if it's something, you know, seemingly surface level like skin. But one of the biggest things that differentiates our formulas from other brands is that we use adaptogens, nootropics, and neuropeptides in our formulas. I will say, just to make it clear, we do not have any psychoactives in our formulas <laughs> until they have you know, a topical application. We're not going to do that. But, and we also don't claim that, and we would never do this, um, we, we don't claim that the nootropics, the neuropeptides, and the adaptogens that we use in your and our formulas enhance your mood. However, what we found as we continued down this path of looking at these, what we call alt pharma ingredients, alt pharma, alt pharma ingredients is psychedelics is certainly alt pharma to me. What we found is there are certain adaptogens in our moisturizer. There are certain neuropeptide. There's a neuropeptide called GABA that's in all of our formulas. Um, there are nootropics in all of our formulas, and they're typically found either in supplements, you know, at the local drugstore and used as mood enhancers, whether it's to help with anxiety, promote sleep, to give you a boost of energy and creativity. What we found as we continue to do research is that there were a lot of these types of ingredients that when applied topically, they have similar uplifting energizing or calming benefits for skin health mm-hmm. and that okay. we just were like that's it it was like the universe came together so we didn't put these ingredients in there for the sake of putting them in there to be different we were already talking about some of them until we realized the connection i mean i try i just finished the first round that, that i got from you so i mean and it's it's one of the skincare that's the least irritating on the skin 
Right. Not at all. It's very interesting. And still you feel like it's very rich kind of. So just a little advertising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad that you love it. Yes. Uh, I will say that before we decided to focus on psychedelic medicine as um, our brand mission, one of the first things that my co-founder and I talked about was inflammation. I met him when I was a patient of his years before when I was doing IVF and years before I was diagnosed with an autoimmune and an inflammatory disease. And I'll never forget what he said to me, which is inflammation is the, sorry, inflammation is the root cause or core component of virtually every skin condition, if not most health conditions. And so again, the, you know, the universe sort of comes together when I started to get sick and was ultimately diagnosed with an autoimmune and inflammatory disease. I said, oh my gosh, you're right. Inflammation really is a core of so many health problems. Mm. So we are able to use uh, a potent concentration of actives in our skincare but you can put them at the highest levels, whether you're looking for hydration or you're looking for lifting and firming. You can't do that if your skin is not in a homeostatic state. You need to not just address immediate inflammation by calming redness or irritation. If your skin isn't already balanced, it's not the optimal environment for renewal. That's what mm-hmm. we create. Mm-hmm. So we use bicalin, which is another alt pharma ingredient in our, all of our formulas. Um, and so that way, what we're doing is, of course, yes, it's calming and it's soothing. But what it's doing is it's, it's maintaining that homeostatic state that your skin needs in order to have experience optimal renewal. So kind of an adaptogen that you would take as a supplement, like, like it's lion's You can take or, bicalin yeah, as a supplement. Can, right? Yes. Okay. Amazing. And I mean, I was wondering now that you, like we said earlier, put yourself or started your own psychedelic journey. So in what way has it changed also your relationship to psychedelics or maybe to enhancing, Mm. I don't know, substances? In general. So I find that with some people, especially funny enough, like when they're in their mid forties and they get into psychedelics, um, mostly because of therapeutical things, um, they also develop an interest in kind of a rather playful experience with psychedelics. Once they kind of I want to say kind of lose their anxiety mm. around or their storytelling that, you know, that they grew up with around right. um, how this could hurt their health and everything. So is this something, do you feel that's automatically happening once you engage in a psychedelic journey as therapy and as a side effect, if you want to? To be honest with you, it's been rare that I've had some type of creative epiphany while using psychedelics, what I know and what I notice is afterwards, maybe it's the day after or a week after, my mind is clearer, it's more open. And I find myself having much more interesting and um, actionable ideas that I don't think I would have thought of before. Um, I would say that, you know, I'm 47 to (laughs) suddenly become such an enthusiast for different types of psychedelic treatment. (laughs) Uh Uh, It really goes back to my health journey when I was being dismissed by doctors and not really feeling heard or listened to. I had to turn to different types of treatments. So when we named the brand AP Chem, that's really, you know, it's an American uh, type of class. It stands for advanced placement chemistry. Um, but it, it became alt pharma. So because of my experience with psychedelics and because both my co-founder and I, you know, again, we really look at treating yourself holistically, both mind and body. So that's, 
something that we want to make sure we continue to convey, whether it's more specifically about the science behind our formulas, or it's the conversations that we have with the community that we've built around how you treat your mental and physical health. It's about knowing your options. It's empowering people. It's not just, it's, it's, it is absolutely about making sure that they feel that they have a voice or that, that at a minimum, there's somebody that they can relate to that has struggled with mental or physical health or both. Um, we say we're not anti-pharma, we're alt-pharma and know your options. So certainly my, my psychedelic experience, I wouldn't say that it always creatively impacts what we do with the brand, whether it's visual, verbal, the packaging, et cetera but it certainly inspires the authenticity behind our intentions. Again, whether it's the formulas or the messaging that we put out there for our community. Great. I mean, one last thing before we wrap up the conversation. Um, so, I mean, how does your personal taste that it has changed in products since you're doing this? Like, do you, do you feel like a really big difference in using I don't know, other skincare or like eating other yes. food or just, just engaging in a different aesthetics. Maybe I find this really interesting how this is slowly developing in people's um, daily lives. Uh, also. Yes. Like as we certainly see this huge upswell in people taking care of themselves, mind and body. Our customers love the fact that our formulas are vegan. They're gluten-free they're dye-free, they're mm -hmm. fragrance-free. From my point of view, if you don't need it, don't put it in there. There's no point in adding something to a product um, that you're going to put on your body that could potentially cause inflammation or irritation. Uh, but I think people are thinking not just about their skin, they're thinking about their gut health. Um, they're thinking about their internal inflammation and how that can impact um, their overall well-being. So we, you know, we're, we have eight different mushroom extracts on our microdose magical moisturizer, and we use them because each one of them has a distinctive benefit from energizing to anti antioxidative to calming, um, et cetera. But these are the same types of adaptogens that you're finding in other products that people are using. There's a great brand called Rise, R-Y-Z-E. Um, and it's mushroom powder that people are using for coffee alternatives. There's a great brand I think you're familiar mm -hmm. with called Alice. They've got great chocolates. Uh, some yeah. one is for mm -hmm. energizing in the morning. One is more for calming and relaxing for the evening. And I think people really are starting to discover these alt pharma treatments, whether it's for their skin health, their physical health, their mental health. It's, uh, it's nice to know that you have options other than benzos and SSRIs and painkillers for chronic pain, things like that. Yeah, it's, for yeah, sure. I, I, I'm, we're seeing that a lot. And, and it wasn't an easy path when we first started out talking about psychedelics and, and alternative treatments, but uh, certainly not talking about psychedelics. I think people have, you know, as um, customers are becoming at least more familiar with hearing and reading about it. They're becoming more open-minded, which is wonderful. But I think post COVID the upswell in people taking better care of themselves, both physically and mentally is something that I'm really proud that we've captured with our brand values and with the little literal formulas themselves that we're using things that are, that are safe and they're alternatives to other chemicals that you, you know, you could otherwise, you'll, you'll otherwise find in a lot of skincare formulas that are fine. Yeah. No, that's uh... like retinol, for example, retinols, you know, used quite commonly to help with age deceleration. Uh, and there's nothing really wrong with it. I mean, there's certainly some, there are certain there are certainly um, reasons why you can't use it. You can't use it long-term necessarily uh, if it's at a certain concentration. If you're pregnant or breastfeeding, you're advised not to use it. It's very effective. However, we found alt-pharma ingredients that are just as effective, if not better, at helping with 
cell renewal, cell turnover, skin energizing, hydration, all of those things, lifting and firming. So we love, it's fun for us. We call ourselves the cool nerds. We're always, we're the cool nerds. The cool nerds. (laughs) We're all about skin science and and skin chemistry. So if we can find ingredients that deliver the same benefits as the classics or even more, um, then why not use them? Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. We should say that all your products as soon we will soon be available. We should say that all your products soon will be available on our website, like very fantastic. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's I find it really really interesting, especially the brand you were building around this and how it helps to have conversations about psychedelics that are going in a different direction and opening the topic in a different way than clinical trials, which are also super important, but it is more like, I feel like ingrained in an everyday life and an everyday culture. So um, thank you for doing this. Thank you. (laughs) And um, I really enjoyed the conversation. I did too. And have a great day in New York. You too. See you soon. Thank you. Hey, and thank you for listening to this episode. Since I have you here, I just wanted to remind you, please follow us on Instagram, The New Health Club, on X, The New Health CL1, on LinkedIn, and please subscribe to our newsletter on Substack. I'm very happy if you are a returning listener and customer and fan of The New Health Club. Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.